everyone, and welcome back to Inspiring Hope Podcast. I'm your host, Anitra Rice, marriage and family licensed marriage and family therapist, educator, and double suicide loss survivor. Um, I'm so excited to be with you for another uh, session, or another not session because this isn't therapy. podcast another episode that's better episode uh where i get to share with you my healing journey and to uh, inspire you to hope while at the same time inspire myself to hope and i am so excited because today we have who i affectionately call the gratitude guru himself russ terry life coach Hello, Anitra. Oh my gosh. I loved that intro. I love your energy. And by the way, you have a great voice for podcasts. Thank you. I've been told that. I've been told that, um, uh, especially when I'm leading guided meditation during a session, (laughs) like it's very, very relaxing. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I don't want to leave out any of your accolades or credentials. So can you introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. So my name is Russ Terry. I'm a coach, motivational speaker, author of a four part book series on gratitude. And I've experienced loss in my life as many of us have. So we'll certainly talk about that today. Um, But in terms of what I've done professionally, I'm very proud of speaking engagements at places like Chanel, which was just uh, last month in December, and Mercedes-Benz, and NASA, and United Airlines, and L'Oreal, and the FBI, um, coaching clients from places like Google, and countless other companies. And uh, before I became a coach and motivational speaker, I had three other careers, a CPA, a TV reporter, and an HR manager. So uh, I'm very grateful for my journey in life and uh, hopefully I can inspire many of you today. Wow, so I had no idea that I, I think I am known about the CPA, but that you were a, a news reporter? I yes. had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not too far from you. I was in Jamestown, New York, which is about an hour east of uh, the Ohio border. So uh, I did drive to Michigan for a wedding um, when I was living in Jamestown, and we would go to Cedar Point, which, of course, a lot yeah. of people go to Cedar Point. Yes. Um, so my friends from like Erie, Pennsylvania and Cleveland um, and other places in Ohio, they would go to Cedar Point. So even though I've only been to Michigan once, um, a lot of my other peeps, uh, you know, I, I ran across Michigan or near Michigan uh, more. So, uh, yeah, it was that was my dream job ever since I was a little kid. So to be a sports anchor and reporter for five and a half years was definitely a dream come true. Wow, a sports anchor and reporter. Wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, so I know that um, just in the news most recently with with Damar uh, Hamlin, what were your thoughts about that? Just even from a, a, a 
a sports anchor to have to report something like that. I just, it broke my heart to, you yeah. know, well, yeah, can you speak yeah. on that? Yeah, it's crazy that you just, you mentioned it because I literally just posted about it on Facebook an hour ago and I covered the bills. So if I was still working in that job, I would have been one of the reporters who was there covering it. Um, we were often either on the field or in the press box for the bills games. So I can't imagine what that must be like for everybody involved. Um, I was anchoring the news on 9-11, so mm -hmm. um, that's something that reminds me of it a little bit, just the pure emotion of what's happening. Um, wow. Yeah, so it's, uh, um, you know, it's a quick reminder that life is short and yeah. we have to live life to the fullest and be grateful because we never know when it can be taken away in an instant. And Yes. I can't imagine, I mean, you can understand better, but I can't imagine my mom and I were just saying this, you know, what that mother was going through, you know, um, what our husband's mom has been going through um, this last week or so. So, um, uh, yeah, it's just a crazy life experience um, for them. And thank God he's improving. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He, uh, I saw uh pictures of him FaceTiming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was yeah. just like, oh my gosh. And his parents um, at his bedside. And uh, yeah. just, you know, oh, oh, my whole heart is just like so, so excited and so grateful that, um, like you said, he's improving and he's doing well. I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for that. So I want to ask you how I was looking so let me back up just a little bit. So I got your my, your first uh, book off the yeah. shelf. Woohoo. I know. And I was like, oh my gosh. Because when I purchased it, um, you uh, autographed it and wrote an, uh, an insert for Josiah, my oldest son. Oh and I God. bought it for him. I know, right? Oh my gosh. I know. I know. And I was reading and I was like, oh my gosh. And um, it was written December 2014. Mm. I know. Wow. Just five years before he he left. And I was just like, oh my gosh, how, how powerful. And mm. uh, just knowing for me how much gratitude has helped me in in inspiring hope for myself and i didn't necessarily have a formal gratitude practice but it was just something that was always in my heart to express gratitude vocally and uh even for small little things like for example if um if you know michigan winters are i'm sure like new, new york winters and just the cement sky for endless days yeah. and yeah and when you like you know josiah passed in uh in december in the winter and Jaden passed in april it was you know still overcast but having to grieve and having cement skies is so difficult it's so challenging 
And I remember just at different moments when I could see just a little bit of the sun and a break in the clouds, I would just hold my face to the sky and say, God, thank you. Mm. Yeah. And it would just, I would feel the, the power of that. Um, and so it, it, it helps. It helps a lot. But I'm curious, what brought you um, to to understand the value and begin practicing an intentional gratitude practice. So it's interesting you say that because when I was newer on my coaching journey, just like you are now, I had a podcast just like you do now. Really? (laughs) Uh, My second ever guest, uh, her name is Jacqueline Wales. She's this amazing woman. She uh, wrote this book called The Fearless Factor, uh, geared toward women specifically. And uh, during the episode, she mentioned uh, what she talks about in the book about keeping a gratitude journal. And I was like, okay, Jacqueline, you're the boss. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. I'm going to do it. So that was December 10th, 2012. So more than 10 years ago. And I've been practicing daily gratitude every day since. So according wow. to my calculations, that's like 3,680-ish days, give or take. Um, And I specifically do a different expression of gratitude. So I try to articulate a person or thing or experience or element of nature or emotion that I've never expressed gratitude for before, which there's a lot of power in. Because if you think about it, you know, a lot of times we say, oh, I'm grateful to have a roof over my head, which don't get me wrong, I am. But the more we say it, there's kind of a law of diminishing returns. Yeah, yeah. And if we force ourselves in a good way to come up with something new, then we are actually training our brain to be on the lookout for new things to be grateful for. And it doesn't mean that we're not still grateful to have a roof over our head. We are, but we're grateful for that. And hello. Uh oh. Uh, Anitra, can you hear yes. me? Yes, yes, okay. I can hear you now. I guess- uh, if I don't touch the phone, it goes on, um, I don't know, whatever that is, but oh, the okay. screen came up, you know, yeah. the phone. So um, uh, hopefully I finished my thought. What was the last thing you heard? Uh, you were actually about to finish the thought. Um, you were saying that, uh, gosh, and my brain just cut off because Zelda started uh, gro- growling and I was trying to get her to stop. <laughs> I think it was that you're still, you're grateful for the, you're still grateful for the old thing, you know, that having a roof over our head, but then you're grateful for the new thing too, because you've trained your brain to expand what it's grateful for. I like what you said about uh, focusing on different emotions and different things that you have never expressed gratitude for. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting and really powerful too. 
And can you explain, can you go into detail about that? Yeah, because um, I think when we express gratitude for new things, it's helpful. And those are the five main categories, a specific person, uh, a thing, an experience, an element of nature, and you mentioned the sun peeking through in the sky a few minutes ago, and an emotion. So when I have a gratitude speaking gig, those are the five categories that I give to people because that gives us a framework for how we can express gratitude in a more robust way. And for, especially for somebody going through grief, something mm-hmm. like nature can mm-hmm. be really helpful and beneficial because nature is always there for us it's consistent yes. in our lives and the terrible gray winters that we have up here in the north make us very grateful when it starts to get become nicer weather um, yes spring starts to uh, be upon us yes absolutely Absolutely. Oh my gosh. You said person, a thing, experience, elements of nature and emotion. And I took notes on it because I'm going to implement this in my, in my life to be even more intentional. And you're absolutely right. When uh, processing my grief, I did a lot um, of, and I'm still grieving, but not in the same way. I'm, you know, not as close to the actual event so I've done a lot of healing but but just I would go out in nature and do um uh what is it walking meditations Mm. yeah and it was oh my gosh just so powerful and just noticing uh the temperature of the air and how it feels against my nose Hmm. and how beautiful it, it is to just notice little things like that and taking a walk and noticing how the leaves look like they're waving at me or something like that in the breeze and how the, the sun, when the sun uh, shines at a certain time of day the, and the leaves are uh, blowing, uh, moving from the, the wind, it looks like uh, there's glitter in the sky. Hmm. Yeah, and just things like that, that I was just able to focus in on and express gratitude for, because the pain, it it can be so, so deep and at times overwhelming. But what I found is that when I allow myself to feel the depths of the pain, that joy is more easily felt as well when I just allow myself to feel the pain without necessarily giving it a a story or anything like that, but just let the pain be there. And then once I'm able to focus on something like in nature and that's just beautiful and that I can express gratitude for, I, at the same time, I'm feeling the deep sorrow. I'm feeling this enormity of joy it's so interesting. And in that, for me, that's created so much hope that I won't necessarily be swallowed up by this, 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 what feels like insurmountable grief. So, yeah. Yeah. 
and you have gone through you know something so terrible um, multiple times um, that you know most human beings have not experienced something like that so we can't necessarily empathize with the uh, you know the volume of grief that you have the severity of the grief that you have um, but you sharing your journey uh, I know is um, helpful to people who are going through some kind of grief um, in their own way whether it's one death um, or you know loss of a relationship loss of a job yeah um, mm-hmm. yes yes I agree uh oh I think I lost you again oh can you hear me yes I can hear you okay. sorry <laughs> it's okay so yeah absolutely I mean because it doesn't necessarily have to be like you were saying the loss of a person it could be the loss of a relationship a friendship even not even necessarily mm-hmm. a romantic relationship um just you know uh yeah just sometimes people grow apart or things happen uh or even a loss of 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 a job and and all of those things are worthy of our acknowledgement and uh to take notice of and not to dismiss or ignore but to say yeah this hurts and to and to process it you know so Yeah, there was something that you shared with me um, in our most recent phone conversation about practicing gratitude for a specific uh, issue in your in your life that was um, coming up. And I was just like, I have never heard of that. And Mm. so when you began to share that and how it was helping you, I was like, oh, my gosh. So I was like growing I, I hate to say it where she can hear me my dog Zelda <laughs> I can't I can't hear her so it's yeah all yeah no she's right here and I'm like I, mm-hmm. I don't want to like like hurt her feelings but oh. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh she I was feeling a little overwhelmed because it felt like I couldn't get like just some time by myself without my little baby just always present mm-hmm. and yeah and so i i started and i was I, I could feel that i was feeling this like annoyance with her and i so i did what you you know oh. you yes i did oh. what you were saying oh. and all of a sudden all of this love and just gratitude came and i was and i was able to find a solution for what the issue was and I was actually able to pray about it and then would you know that I was on Instagram and all of a sudden a person in my area has a pet sitting service Uh, right wow oh my god how perfect I know and I was like oh god thank you (laughs) wow and it's just yeah so I wanted to share that with you Well, glad my best practice was helpful. And that's the power of gratitude. Yes, 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 yes. That was so powerful. I was like, because I I prayed about it. And then I started practicing the intentional gratitude for her. And 
all of a sudden, like even before I saw the advertisement, my heart began to change. And I was just like, oh, I love my baby. And then all of a sudden I saw this, this advertisement and she's in my county as well. I was like, get out of here. So I'm like, okay, all right. I have peace about, you know, having some free time. <laughs> yeah, which you deserve. And, yeah. Uh, I think when we, the, the um, thing that she's, Anitra was talking about for people who are listening, I was having challenges with uh, uh, somebody who's close to me. So I did a top 10 gratitude list to help me navigate the situation that yes, there are negatives that I'm experiencing with this person, but um, there are a lot of positives also. So I'm gonna remind myself of 10 positives so that I can um, better deal with or navigate the challenges. Yes, yes. I love, love, love that because a lot of times when we are frustrated in any relationship, um, that frustration will take prominence over anything else good that's happening in the relationship. And I don't know who said it. It was, I I can't remember, but where uh, your inner, where your energy goes, your energy grows. And so, yeah. And so if we begin to focus on positive aspects of, of the relationship, it'll actually help us to navigate the negative because we'll be more uh, gracious, more compassionate. And then also it'll allow us to see a solution that can be a win-win as opposed to I win, you lose. And uh, yeah, it'll give us so many more options because we won't have that um, at, from from life coaching school, <laughs> the catabolic yes. energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. And, um, you know, I was just saying this to my therapist that sometimes you know, don't get me wrong, it's helpful for us to talk about the negatives in life and to vent about it and to release the energy, you know, whether it's grief, anger, etc. But I also think, as you kind of just alluded to, that if we talk about it too much, then that can drain us and um, it's almost like too much of that negative energy, if that makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And it'll, it can also cloud the truth because I, it'll, it can cloud the, the, the truth of what's really happening. If we put too much focus on the negative. And like you said, there's a time where we need to face, you know, everything, but sometimes there's, there's a nuance to it where some things may not be as bad as what we think they are. But the way we're focusing in on it can make it seem larger than what it is. And yeah, so I'm not at all advocating to, you know, dismiss um, what's uh, what's happening in your life. 
uh, it's important to face it, but sometimes our perception of a thing and the reality of a thing are two different things. Yes, I agree 100%. Yeah, and I and I honestly believe that gratitude can help us to see the, the thing as uh, realistically and true as is possible. I think about, as a therapist, I think about um, uh, what we call cognitive distortions, where we process things in our head sometimes in such a negative way. Like, for example, um, all or nothing thinking, um, where we're thinking in extremes or black and white thinking. Uh, yeah, and where uh, if this one thing is wrong, then everything is wrong. And this, if this person did this one thing, then the whole relationship is a bust and it's horrible. And I can't believe, you know, but, yeah. and it could, it's, it, and, and it could be this pattern that we've uh, adopted and not even realize it. I also think about uh, in uh, mindfulness uh, practice, there's, uh, uh, we talk about cow paths where we've like kind of built these uh these ingrained ways of thinking that even if uh we're shown a different way of thinking sometimes it's kind of hard to break out of that like a cow they'll continue to go the way that they've kind of conditioned themselves to to to, mm-hmm. to walk yeah and so it takes practice to unlearn that pattern and you know to point into uh point out or to not point out but to come into awareness that hey this is actually happening and I think that uh gratitude can help with that what are your thoughts about that I have never heard of that term before cow path ironically there is a road by where I grew up called cow path um, really (laughs) cow country and now has been developed um but I think that does make sense. You know, it's kind of like muscle memory and mm-hmm. muscle memory is a real thing. I play a lot of sports, as you probably know. And yeah. <laughs> tennis is my favorite sport. So there's so much muscle memory there that I just do things naturally. Whereas football, which I play this time of year because it's too cold for tennis. Um, I was playing that yesterday and I played last Saturday. Um, and I'm not as good at it because I haven't played it as much. So the memory, the cow path, if you will, is not there. Um, so it takes extra effort to um, do a good job at football because I'm not used to it. I haven't blazed a trail or path, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for... The, our listeners who, you know, maybe that this is their first time hearing about gratitude journals and um, top 10 gratitude lists and all of that, but they're like really curious and they, you know, want to get started, but, you know, they're thinking like, I can't do this every day just yet. What's a way for them to begin building that muscle memory so that they can, you know, begin to see the benefits of it and begin to, uh, change their way of thinking about uh about life and and come out of those uh negative patterns yeah so they could articulate one expression of gratitude in each of the five main categories a specific person 
a thing and experience an element of nature and an emotion and we haven't talked too much about the experience yet but if you think about it each of us has an infinite number of life experiences every day so the experience category is a really rich field if you will mm. to choose an expression of gratitude from for instance you and i have never recorded a podcast together and uh-huh. this discussion today is really awesome and powerful so <laughs> we could both say that we're grateful for this uh, conversation about grief and gratitude and how yes. they're related so if people can't do you know i i don't want to you know they're not comfortable saying oh i can express gratitude for a week or a month or you know whatever then even just coming up with five um after listening to this podcast that could be one way one great way to start yes that is so doable yeah and maybe i i would i love that and i'll add to that um maybe even like on on your lunch break like whipping out your phone and in the notes just quickly jotting down those five things yeah it could be and for me i express gratitude once a day um for 3680ish days um but i uh I have a Facebook page devoted to it. Again, it's my thing, the gratitude guru as you said. <laughs> um, so, I personally like doing it at the end of the day best because mm-hmm. or at some point in the PM hours best mm-hmm. because then I can reflect on my day and figure out what was the one thing that's most noteworthy from today mm-hmm. that I have not experienced before. Mm-hmm. So, Now, some people do like doing it first thing in the morning because it's a great way for them to start their day. So, whatever way works for people, I want them to feel empowered to do it that way, whether it's the morning, lunchtime, PM, um nighttime before bed, you know, whenever. Um gratitude is just like grief. Um it is and can be quite personal. So, whatever works for you, go for it. Mm, yes, 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 yes. So, before we go, I have three questions for you. Okay. What's true? What's good? And what's beautiful in your life currently? Okay. Uh well, what's true? Uh gratitude's amazing uh <laughs> and helps immensely. <laughs> so, uh if you're not yet on the gratitude train, uh come on on. Um we have room for everyone. Uh so that's what's true. Um what's good? Uh I am going on vacation later this week and I was just on vacation so to have two nice. vacations within two weeks is nice. quite good. Uh so I'm very happy about that and I think in life um vacation is just helpful. It it tends to be a happier time than our regular life even if our regular life is quite good. Um so it's important that we take as many vacations as possible and I'm grateful I have the opportunity to do so time-wise, money-wise, etc. even if I'm uh I like to be um 
fabulous on a dime. So like I used points for the trip back from Las Vegas. Um, nice. I used points for the hotels in Florida. Um, you know, I stayed with someone in Florida. Um, I bought two one-way tickets because that was cheaper, you know, so I do like little things to try to be fabulous on a dime. Nice. Uh, Thank you. So that's what's good. And what was the third? What's beautiful. What's beautiful. Oh, well, nature is beautiful. um, As we were talking about previously and obviously this time of year it can be more challenging because we don't necessarily see the beauty as frequently Mm -hmm. Um, but when it does return to being more beautiful we as i said appreciate it so much more because we saw it be gray cement gray as you said (laughs) and my mom always says, you know, she likes living up north because of the four seasons. Mm-hmm. She likes having four different seasons. Whereas mm-hmm. I think, that, you know, I wouldn't ever move to Florida full time, even though I like being down there in the cold weather months. Um, because I would imagine in Florida, you don't get the full emotional swings of all the seasons that we get up here. Mm. Hmm. I don't know, Russ. I, I wouldn't mind living in the South. <laughs> uh, well, I don't blame you, and do you, boo. <laughs> I fully support you doing what works for you. I think because I travel a lot, I can experience the warmer oh, climates. I was in Greece yeah. um, uh, for a week, late October, early November. It was like summer over there, and it was, you know, like fall here. I was in Florida. It was, you know, beautiful weather down there, uh, New Year's uh, weekend. Um, It's actually going to be cold in Vegas this coming weekend, but all good. Mm. It's still warmer than here in New York. Right, right, (laughs) right. I'll be in uh, Dallas um, in February, Miami in March, Houston in April. Um, So trust me, I don't necessarily want to live down there, but I do want to... um, experience the warmth at Mm. least once a month during Mm -hmm. the cold weather months yeah i appreciate that absolutely absolutely thank you so much for doing this i am so happy and appreciative and just so grateful like my heart is so full that um it just started from me inboxing you on Twitter many, many years oh, ago. <laughs> I love it. I love yes. it through Paul Carrick Brunson and Mentor yes. Monday. Yes. 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 Shout out was, to him. He's so I amazing. I know. I know. And now it's this. And I'm so grateful. And I just want to say publicly, too, that I appreciate you just personally reaching out to me and texting me. Um, and just letting me know that you're here after the loss of my sons. And even, um, you know, sometimes people, they continue on with their lives when, you know, and I get it, but you've always remembered. And I just, oh, I don't want to cry, but I just thank you so much. Thank you. You're so welcome, Uh, my pleasure. And um, it's funny that you say that, well, not funny, but it's interesting you say that because um, I do pride myself on, um, especially those that I'm closest to, if they lose someone, to put the two key dates in my calendar. Um, 
the person's birthday and the date that they died or the death anniversary. Oh. Um, so as you can imagine, you know, you know, I know a lot of people. So I do have yes. a lot of those in my calendar, which isn't necessarily a fun thing, but I know, as you alluded to, people really appreciate me reaching out and um, one friend who's younger than me, but he's already lost both of his parents and it was rough. And he says it's still really rough, um, even all these years later. And I know he appreciates me reaching out to him on, you know, the death anniversary. And, you know, so I don't get everyone, everything, but, you know, for many of them, and especially my inner circle, I do. And um, it, I think it's a good best practice that. Uh, we as the thoughtful or considerate uh oh your uh i think your phone did the thing <laughs> sorry here i am again uh, <laughs> okay it's important that we as the considerate or thoughtful person reach out but it's also important we as the grieving person are open that you know today's the death anniversary or today was his birthday mm, yes. so that people know that this is a tough day for me yes me being politely assertive in thing that if you will has encouraged more people to reach out on that day which i very mm. much appreciate that's good oh, oh my gosh you. that's <laughs> wonderful and i you know, I had to learn that. My One of my dear, dear friends, he said to me, Nitra, it's how do you feel about letting people know that this is happening, you know, whatever is going on, if whatever you need. Like, he was like, create a list of people that you mm. can reach out to when you're having a rough moment or rough, you know, day or whatever, and to let them know, hey, I could really use this today. And so I've, yeah, cause you know, sometimes we don't think about it. And then when we are in the, in the thick of it, we don't have, it, it's difficult to come up with the people who we could call or what we're gonna say, but I've done that. And I was able to reach out, um, you know, over the holidays and I was like, you know, I'm really, really lonely. Nicholas was over his dad's house for the holidays and um, it was just me, Zelda and Tanya, they, my cat and dog. <laughs> so it was like, I was feeling really, really lonely. And then after I reached out to some friends, I, you know, I was able to feel better and did some yoga and, you know, and uh, it helps, it helps so much not to isolate ourselves or assume that people are just too busy or that, you know, with their own lives or that they, you know, have forgotten or don't care, you know, just to say, to state, you know, what our needs are. That's really important. So thank Absolutely. you for saying that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It helps them help us when yeah. we're assertive about what we need. Yeah. So tell us, how can we reach you? If someone wanted to reach out to you, where could they go? Yeah, they can go to my website, Russ Terry, T as in Thomas, E-R-R. -R. 
I'm Amy Ross at RussTerryLifeCoach.com. You can find me at RussTerryLifeCoach at all the social media platforms, um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, happy to connect with anybody. Um, the main ways that I coach people are career coaching, executive coaching, um, but also when appropriate, embedding gratitude into what we do. Mm, yay. Thank you so, 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 so much. And thank you for coming on and talking about gratitude. And gratitude is definitely a best practice for inspiring hope. Uh, All right, everyone, please don't go away. We're going to return in just a moment with our mindfulness gratitude practice. Stay tuned. Thank you. You're all done. You're so welcome. It's my <laughs> pleasure, Anitra. Thank you. And sorry, there are a couple spots that didn't go oh, perfectly. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Edit out or whatever. Or no, just it's fine. It. Yeah, it's fine. It's life. <laughs> awesome. This was great. And I can't wait. You know, once you post it, I'll definitely uh, comment. And, um, Yay. Yeah, it's just uh, great to have had this discussion with you today. Thank you so much. Do you have a photo that I can use uh, that you would prefer yes. for me to use? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll email you my headshot. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Um, I will send that uh, right now. Thank um, you so much. I'm just, I honestly am humbled with, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the podcast as far as like, you know, audience and reach and all that kind of stuff. I'm just doing it as you know just something from my heart and um yeah I just it's like right now it's a small little audience but who knows how who is helping and how it's going to help so I appreciate you coming well, on you're so welcome um my pleasure uh is give ma song at yahoo.com yes. the best email for you okay yeah mm-hmm. perfect I did not realize um that I uh, probably haven't emailed you. I guess we usually text. So yeah, <laughs> perfect. Give my song at Yahoo. Okay, I'll send you my headshot momentarily. Alrighty, thank you so much. You're welcome, Anitra. Have an exceptional week. Thank you. You too. All right. Talk to you soon. Keep in touch. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Today's guided meditation is from JosieRobinson.com and it is from her Simple Serenity Practice. It's a five-minute gratitude meditation. This is a great meditation to do at the beginning or end of the day. Turn off your phone and free yourself of interruptions. Either sit or lie down, whatever is most comfortable, and close your eyes. Take a long, slow, deep breath in, then slowly exhale. Feel your tension melt away as you gradually relax deeper with each breath. Take another long, slow, deep breath in, then exhale.
feel yourself drift into a state of deep relaxation. Continue to breathe slowly and gently as you bring your awareness to the top of your head. Picture a warm, loving, golden light spread from the top of your head down to your toes. Feel your muscles relax as the light washes over you, surrounding and protecting you. Take a few more deep breaths and relax deeply. In this safe, relaxed state, reflect on all the things you're grateful for. Loved ones, breath in your lungs, sunshine on your face, fresh air, the tasty dinner or lunch you had today, a nice compliment from a coworker, whatever comes to mind. As each object of gratitude appears, visualize yourself saying thank you to each thing. Picture the person you're grateful for standing in front of you and tell them how grateful you are for them and why. Try to make the image and feeling as real as you can. Taste the delicious apple you ate for lunch and say, thank you. If you're having a difficult time coming up with things to be grateful for, ask God to reveal them to you. Allow the feeling of deep gratitude to come into your body. Notice where the feeling is in your body. Take a few deep breaths and allow it to expand. Enjoy the pleasant feeling gratitude gives you and feel it wash away your tension and negativity. You can remain in this relaxed state as long as you'd like. meditation with the following affirmation. Thank you for the many blessings I have been bestowed with. May these blessings multiply as I continue to notice and give thanks for them. Thank you.
wiggle your toes and fingers, open your eyes, and give yourself a few moments to adjust. Bring that feeling of gratitude with you as you go through your day or drift off to sleep. for joining the podcast today. Wasn't it exciting? Oh my gosh, I'm so, so happy. And I just, I took notes and uh, I've been practicing uh, just even like with um, a client, I actually was able to implement some things to help them with through uh, a time of, of, of pain um, to uh, with the, the five ways that we can implement, uh, specifically implement gratitude into our lives by thinking about the person or a person, a thing, an experience, an an element of nature and an emotion. And I was able to um, offer that to a client and it was so, 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 so helpful for her. So that was like really exciting um, takeaway that I was able to do um, because I recorded this a little earlier. So yeah, I was able to implement some things. So yay! So we're just going to be closing out the podcast today. But hey, please do not forget to subscribe. Please, please subscribe and rate us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts. And yeah, that would be great. I want you to be honest though. So if you can't give us an honest five stars, then it's okay. I will work on some things to to make it better. But um, yeah, I want you to be able to confidently say, I love this podcast. So yeah, so I, in the closing, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I still have this light thing going on with my uh my this remnants of a a cold but so excuse me please but yesterday was uh Jaden Jaden's 22nd heavenly birthday and uh Jaden is my second oldest as some of you may know and um he passed away you know by suicide uh April 19th, 2021, and he was 20 years old when he passed, and yesterday was uh, his 22nd heavenly birthday, and oh gosh, uh, I'm at a loss for words right now, but it was, it was painful and beautiful. And my heart is still full of gratitude. Of course, there's this space, this hollow uh, space in my heart that's the size and shape of Jaden. And there's one that is the size and shape of Josiah, my oldest son who left by suicide just 16 months before Jaden. But yesterday, I was we were able to do all things Jaden and um, Nicholas uh, stayed home from school and we were just, we cried together, we laughed together, 
and we shared some awesome memories. And so when in our What's True, Good and Beautiful segment, I'm gonna talk about that. So what's true? What's true is that I absolutely miss my baby. Oh, I miss him so, so much. I miss holding him, I miss kissing his face. I miss his Jaden smile. I miss my baby so much. And what's also true is that I can at the same time, while I hold space for pain, I am also able to hold space for the joy of being his mother and for being his confidant. And for hearing him say he loved me and for hearing stories from his friends of how much he absolutely adored me. And so, yeah. So what's good? What's good is that yesterday I was able to bake Jaden's famous brownies, his Oreo brownies, and I was able to give them away to a family and, uh, and to uh, his one of his uh, closest cousins that was like a, a brother to him for his sons and then also um, for his business that for uh, customers in his business that um, so yeah that was just a really wonderful thing and um, what's beautiful what's beautiful is that I got to spend the day with my baby Nicholas my youngest Earthside son and Rubiana. Rubiana is uh, Jaden's girlfriend, or was Jaden's girlfriend, and uh, the Lord has knit her in my heart, and she is just my daughter in love. I love her immensely. And so she and Nicholas, <laughs> we were able to be together. <clears throat> And celebrate Jaden and uh, it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful and so I'm grateful what are you grateful for what's true what's good and what's beautiful in your life right now all right you guys I love you love you love you be sure to share this podcast to talk it up and uh, check me out on all the socials, Anitra Rice on Instagram, Anitra L. Rice on uh, Facebook. Well, I won't say all the socials. I'm pretty much on those too. <laughs> all right. Take care. God bless. Leaving me a message. And until next time, be well. Hey everyone, welcome back. For today's mindful meditation, I ask that you just get comfortable and in a comfortable seat, in a comfortable position. And I invite you to close your eyes and just listen and allow the words of this beautiful poem by the late and highly esteemed Mary Oliver entitled The Journey, allow it to take you on your own journey and to awaken you to your own voice. The Journey by Mary Oliver. One day, you finally knew what you had to do and began. 
Though the voices around you kept shouting their bad advice, though the whole house began to tremble and you felt the old tug at your knees, mend my life, each voice cried, but you didn't stop. You knew what you had to do. Though the wind pried with its stiff fingers at the very foundations, though their melancholy was terrible, it was already late enough and a wild night and the road full of fallen branches and stones. But little by little, as you left their voices behind, the stars began to burn through the sheets of clouds and there was a new voice which you slowly recognized as your own, that kept you company as you strode deeper and deeper into the world, determined to do the only thing you could do, determined to save the only life you could save. Be well, my friends. You may now, when you are comfortable, open your eyes.